The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm on QB. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. That was a sexy voice. Oh, this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yay. Thank you for joining us. We had a busy week. We sure did. We sure did. It was one thing after another, just of greatness. It was. Yeah. 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 Um, we're going to do a birthday shout out to several whores that are now older whores. Uh, it, and being an old whore yeah. on the beat is real rough. It's rough being an old whore. You got to get your orthopedic shoes, walking mm-hmm. all those steps. Your four-prong yeah. bra. Your coin purse is just <laughs> getting purse. older and older as you try to get make change. You have to roll up Kleenexes <laughs> in your sleeve. Yeah. So these old whores, two old whores are from Boston. And I can't do a Boston the accent. Boston. Boston. In fact, um, yeah. Megan McMahon, a man and man, man and man. Oh my God, it's McMahon, man having a birthday. Happy Megan McMahon, man and man, <laughs> and her friend, one of her good friends, Dorothy Pazan, 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 Paz, Pazzy, Dotty, Zizi, Dotty, Dots, Pazzy, Zizi. Oh my God, Dot, Pazzy. So McMahon and Zizi are having their birthdays. Oh, oh. Happy birthday, ladies! Take at least a few hours off your beat for yeah. whoring during your birthday to celebrate. Take a load off your guts yeah. <laughs> yes. and just relax on relax the couch it. with a glass of Prosecco. Yeah. Make some poor choices. And another birthday just this weekend of Tiffany Corbin Westland. Yes. yes. She celebrated this. Uh, she said it was real yeah. trashy. She Good. Had a real That's trashy you're supposed time. to have. Yeah. So happy birthday, ladies. Yes. The best. Absolutely. We have a Patreon new, new Patreon. <laughs> that was like Angie backwards. Robinson. It was kind of like a Yoda, maybe. Yeah, I don't that know. was. Um, Angie Robinson, thank you so much for joining. Hey, Angie. Yes. Oh, and all our new patrons, I'm so getting excited. this weekend all my stickers sent out. So, yeah. All the new ones I replaced to order came in. So now I finally have. I think enough of all of them. We so. get a lot of shit from our friends about the, like, where's my sticker? Well, they where's don't count. Sticker? Yeah. Well, and I give them them, but they're all wet brain drunks yeah. and they forget. They're always hammered every time. Jeez. And like after this weekend, how many texts were there? Like, where's my water bottle? Where's, where's my, my coat? jacket? Anyone see my olive green jacket? Where's um, my box of poise pads? <laughs> And then Amy got seven of the vibrators, which brings me to our funny fucker. I'm going to do my Facebook funny fucker right now. I cannot believe Samantha Irwin Kern. I can believe she posted it. um, Her hilarious text message with her friend um, about the 
Rose toy, um, which is a vibrator, ladies. And now that you just humiliated her, this was the she posted it, bitches. She was out there with it. Um, it is an inexpensive treat, I guess. Yes. And everyone went crazy for it on Facebook. And Amy got brunched. We because tapped we out met, at an appropriate time. Yeah, but we met yeah. a dear fan from California, Heidi Posada, who came in and crazy. gave us a amazing gift that I'm putting on our studio. Sign, sign for ever. our studio. Yes. And our friend Amy, who is still from Minnesota, but Heidi, who lives <laughs> in California, went. we found out we went to the same elementary school. Like we grew up two blocks away from each other. She worked right at the store. Like the Wally's was like the general, like a little general store, kind of like a gas station store without a gas station. You would go and get like, ride your bike there and get your ice cream. Like when I was eight or nine and my friend and I would, she, her mom would write her a thing for cigarettes and we'd just go with the note from her mom for cigs and ride our bikes up to Wally's and get her cigarettes and come back and get some ice cream. Oh my God, the 80s were great. They and really Sarah were. Hanley is with that crew. And so hopefully we can go and visit them next. Well, Hanley, that so, bitch, was in Israel. I know. But she did send some cash, some cash yeah. along um, to pay for the 90 mimosas that we drank. Oh my God. But during that mimosa conversation, something, uh, Amy brought this up. And right. Then apparently. She was- after everyone um, got brunched, which is what we call it when you go out in the morning and you never go home. Get hand boned. Yeah. Yeah. She ended up with seven of them coming to her. <laughs> I guess she, like the eight penis homeless man, she's the seven vagina homeless woman, I guess. She needs one for all seven. She ordered a whole, she must, the Amazon delivery guy filling that box. I cannot imagine the hilarity, but everyone went nuts for it. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, scroll past it. Uh, Some people say it's been all over TikTok, but I haven't seen it. I haven't either. I... But my whole TikTok is Amber Turd. Yeah, mine is too. And weird making food things i like yeah i'm trying to do yeah yeah, food too because i don't know so that's it uh so michelle goldner you're right this is my it's not my glitter in the shitter because i didn't buy one because i am too what what's the word squeamish i don't know um dead inside yeah um, yeah my sister says it's because we were raised in the church and I still feel some shame. Yeah. <laughs> it's frightening. But uh, I will uh, let you know what the other people who yes, take some other of Amy's that, seven, no what kidding. Amy the seven vaginaed woman I guess. says about this. Um, I, of course, enjoyed Melissa Le- Le- Leipzig. I can't say people's names. I'm sorry. You know that. But Melissa... Mr. Furley meme, you spoke to my heart. Mm. I just thought it was anything so cute. with Furley. Um, uh, uh, yeah, anything. Three's company, you. you get me. Yeah. I like that one. Um, but my glitter is the same as yours. Yeah. We saw Martin Short in person, and it was a delight. And Steve was Steve Martin, Martin of course. Yeah. They are both 
in their seventies and they had more energy than both of us together. I mean, each didn't one, they really. I can't. And they Martin Short was leaping, yes, all over the stage, like literally. Well, he was doing the. Uh, I really must say, or he was Ed Grimley. Ed Grimley, yeah. you know, like he did he was, that dance. His little yeah. arms and I don't know. He was so. Oh, wait, he was. He did his Jiminy Glick too. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Um. It was so good. It was great. It was a great show. Really, really good. So if they're touring around and you get a chance to see them, just go. It'll be you and a bunch of 100-year-olds. Mm-hmm. We had literally like 110-year-olds sitting around us. That took 20 minutes to go down one step and get into their seats. And then they would have to go to the bathroom because their bladders were leaking. Yeah. And then they would have to get up with the walker and right. a handler. Yeah. But you know what? God bless. They came. I they hope had we fun. are going yeah. to. Yeah, they're out and about. Yes, comedians when we're a hundred too. Right, and I was going to say one um, serious kind of shout out to a new Facebook friend and listener. I don't know if she's a new listener, but she might be new on our uh, group. Um, Strega, who is a representative for. Um, the MMIW and MMIWG, which is m- Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls, um, which is something I just, I don't know, I've kind of heard more like datelines about it. And I, I, I don't hear a lot about it because nobody does. There's thousands right. and thousands and thousands of missing and murdered indigenous women, um, you know, the United States, but then there's also Australia there. I mean, Canada. it's all over yeah. as well as all the children that, yeah. you know, went to schools and right. never came back. Um, and only like literally a hundred or 115 or even on the radar of police or, or even, written down mm-hmm. or acknowledged and so thousands don't have any eyes any pol- any eyes on them at all on their case no one's looking at their case no one's except their family or their friends are out there looking for them and i what do you even what do you even do so i just thought if you can find if there's anyone that is missing or has an unsolved case maybe in your area and you can Find any information and share it on your social media or something like that, just to bring more eyes to some of these cases. And then maybe, you know, a few hundred people share that some other people share and at least some get seen or you might, you know, some, I don't know. What, but does, the, what does the MMIWG do? Does Is it like, does it do Facebook posts? Does yes, it have, there are, um, like, a- like May 5th was, you know, the day to bring more attention to it. And, okay. um, you know, she's a representative just trying to bring awareness to uh, the thousands yeah. out there that just go missing and are murdered and nothing happens and their families just never will get justice. They won't even, they don't even have anyone to help and any police that are in that area too might be so overwhelmed if you know, my God, I don't know. Um, it's just so sad, but I thought if we could just give her some help and give an extra set of eyes or social media sharing to some of these cases. Great. I, I mean, I, I don't know just to, yeah, another set of eyes. That's all I can think of just to, and you said you watched... build awareness. There was, um, a really great dateline. I wish I remember the name of it. And 
I want to say her name is Lisa Yellowfeather. I think she's on Instagram and she is really good about trying to solve herself and bring attention to as many cases as she can. Um, Andrea hosted it. Um, and they talked a lot about some of these cases. And Lisa, yeah, Lisa Yellowbird. Oh, yes, yes. Yellowbird. Okay. Yep. So that I knew, I, you know, with me with names, you I know, got most got, of it. You got bird. Yeah. Um, so that was called the secrets of spirit. Lake, yes, that, that was episode. it. Yep. That one I had just seen and, you know, just hearing. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So sad that they're like, she had told me that they're forgotten. Mm-hmm. They really are just forgotten. Mm-hmm. And how crushing to know you have this loved one that has this case and no one's helping you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so many people. Have, yeah. Oh, well, now that I just brought everybody down, I guess it is a murder podcast, but oh, man. But this one today is a goodie. This w- Brad from Killing, Missing, Hidden, who is our, who is, his podcast is amazing, but he seems to be our... Um, our angel. He, he found was. this one and sent it. Yes. And I said, it is pure gold. He yeah. gave us pure gold. He did. He could have kept it for himself. <laughs> and he gave it to us. And that is a true friend. It is a true yes. friend. There, this was so absolutely horrifically awful. Um, in a way that's so gross. <laughs> it was too good to be true. Yeah. yeah. It was so awful in a yep. way that made it just like, no way. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so this, we watched a show on, of course, Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. It's called Evil Kin. The episode is season three, episode 13, and it is Mommy Dearest, which is perfect for us as we are celebrating our third episode in our special Mother's Day May of terrible mothers that created shit has shitty kids that kill Yep, because of their terrible mothering. Yeah. Um, so this one fit right in. I mean, fit right in okay. and was uh, too, I mean, unbelievable almost. Unbelievable. So gross. <laughs> so dumb and stupid and gross. It's really <laughs> Idiotic. Um, it's in 2008, which of course we've done before. But I do remember 2008, all the Chuck Norris jokes being is that why there is a Chuck <laughs> yes. Norris poster in your yes. eating room? In our deodorant factory, we have a Chuck Norris poster that lists all the Chuck Norris jokes because we, I don't know, found that funny in 2008, I guess. Um, but there's still stuff like, like yeah. when Chuck Norris cuts onions, the onions cry. Dumb <laughs> stuff like that. You know, <laughs> idiotic that we're so dumb we laughed. Like... I don't know. Was they were he so doing dumb. those both or whatever those Bowflex, commercials? Then, I'm sure with Christy Brinkley. Yeah, and he was. Like, well, Look it wasn't Bowflex. It, no, was, it was like else. one of those other like, ones. Something that um, slid up and down. Farmville on Facebook was big. Did oh, you ever yeah. remember Farmville? And you'd have to ask people for like coins for your corn and shit. Um, I would get so pissed. Everything was bacon flavored. Like bacon flavored lollipops. I don't know. It's so fucking gross. And Mike, everyone was trying to do the Michael Phelps diet. You know, he eats like Paul Bunyan because he burns like 19,000 calories yeah. a day. Well, why was everyone trying to do that? I don't Nobody know. Nobody swims because, that much. Well, no. Everybody was no. trying to eat like well, how much he eats yeah. in a day, but no one can because no. nobody else does what he does. Right. Um, 
And of course, vampires were big because True yeah. Blood had started. Twilight, the first Twilight yeah. movie came out. And yeah, the that's... terrible wig saga began. Yes, the time of oh, our lives. Oh, jeez. Fucked. Yeah, 2008 was all about Katy Perry and Rihanna. Oh, yeah. They had like every song. And Chris Brown had those two. Ugh. The one that everyone danced down the aisle to. Uh, God. Yeah, that Pam and Jim danced. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Yes. Yeah. Chris Brown. Go suck it. Amber it's Turd. Today I listened and she was getting. She w- She finally started getting um, cross. You know, they, um, Johnny's attorneys started uh-huh. asking yeah. her questions and they tore, Camilla tore her asshole apart. They really went hard on, first of all, she blamed shitting on his bed on the dog. They have a teacup Yorkie and it was a giant shit log. Yeah. Paul Bunyan shit log. Yeah. This bigger, that's no, like you're lying. You're lying in front of everyone who's watching you and you're under oath and you're lying. You dumb asshole. Like that. But of course, there's no consequences no, in the world no. anymore. So you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but she never donated her $7 million. She had yeah. Elon Musk pay for her. And Johnny paid right to it. And she stopped that. So she literally never paid. Elon. Whatever she had paid is from Elon Musk. And then she never finished it. And so they kept questioning her on it. And she said, I did pay it. It's pledged. And then... Camilla that his attorney is like pledged is not paid you said but you said under oath you donated it she Mm -hmm. said that is correct it is pledged and she's like donated does not mean pledged and Amber said to me pledged and donate are the same thing she's like to everyone else it's not that's not no No. and so all over Twitter now is I'm going to pledge my next rent bill right yeah I'm going to pledge gas next time I go I'm just going to take it and then pledge my payment yes like what a dumb asshole um anyway it was really good today um speaking of people who beat other people like Chris Brown yeah um so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this mother and son from evil kin mommy dearest episode i am mm-hmm. um, i'm not gonna start like how the beginning started i'm gonna just start whoops from the beginning of not this from the beginning the beginning kind of story. cut to the past and then went to, i'm gonna yeah. start in the past start from the earth from yes in talk about it in chronological yes, that's order what I'm gonna do. would that be what you what, that's what saying? i mean to say yeah sometimes i don't say words oh i right. couldn't find my notes and i got nervous okay all right so we're gonna meet sonia bramberg she's the mother her son Damon, who sometimes they call Damien, Damien. Mm-hmm. but it's Damon, mm-hmm. and they would say Damien, which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, we start. We're in Georgia, and eighteen-year-old Damon is called back from college, and the narrator says he never could quite cut the apron str- strings from Mother Sonia, so he quits college. Halfway through his first semester, he runs home to care for his mother because he was getting this call from his mom that she's just terribly sick and he needs to come home from college and take care of her. She kept going, I'm sick. Yeah. The reenactment. Get home. I'm sick. Right. Shows Sonia on the couch and she's just laying on the couch and Damon comes running up to her and he says, you sounded so sick on the phone. I am. Yeah. She did. (laughs) Just like that. She went, I am sick, dickhole. (laughs) Stink breath, piss face. What took you so long? I told I you to get sick. home. I'm sick. 
And then she's like, you need to take care of me. And they say it's my heart. And he says, your heart? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, bitch. Pretty much. And then, so he just is like, okay, mama. And he she's touches like, her yeah. hand. He says, oh, mom, your heart. Yeah. And yeah, my heart. She's like, give me the pillow. Yes. And that's how she talks to him. And then he quick gets a pillow. Give me some water. And, and in yeah. the meantime of her screaming at him, the voiceover is like, she is divorced and has worked three <laughs> jobs her whole life. And she's still screaming at him yeah. to take care of him. And she has trained him to be dutiful. Well, that's one way of saying Exactly. It. It's yep. pretty much they're trying to say whatever. Yep. He, Damon's learned that whatever she says, he does what she says yeah. immediately and says like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um. So she's screaming orders at him. He's hopping to it pretty quickly and doesn't, they say he doesn't question her at all. Whatever she says, he does it. And it almost, he almost had a fear of his mother. And I think, yes, he did have a fear at his mother. So we skip ahead a few years. Damon's now 25. He's still living with mama in her house. Um, He's working as a correctional officer at the local prison. Sonia now has quit work and she just stays at home and she cleans and cooks and the reenactment happens, and they're literally like a married couple. He comes home. She's cooking in the kitchen. She turns around and asks him how your day went. And he's like, oh, I'm tired. It's very weird. Yeah, and she moves closer to him and goes, oh, you're tired. And you can tell, like, something isn't right. And it said, the narrator says, mother and son spend most of their free time together. They're incredibly close. What What if mm-hmm. What if this? you, you do this with Rory? Mm-hmm. What if you and Rory are like this? No. Oh my god. For one thing, if I said, "Rory, get me a pillow," he'd say, "Uh, what's up, bro?" No, that's what his new thing is. <laughs> uh, no, bro. Okay. <laughs> so I, he's about as dutiful as. No, he's not at all dutiful. My giant hemorrhoid. Yes. Yeah. No. They attend church together, of course. Mm. Um, and any friends that they might have, which I don't think he has friends, um, are church friends. Right? I, he can't have guy friends because he would have said, "Hey, um, does your does your mom help uh, like help you pick out your underwear in the morning and help you get dressed?" <laughs> like, no, dude, you're 25. Right. I mean, he would have learned that that it's not normal, right? I don't know. Sonia is pushing Damon now to actually date, which I thought, hmm, like she, I I thought it wouldn't have been like her character wanting to share him. Right. But she has something else in mind. She wants him to find a future bride so she can have grandchildren Mm -hmm. to control and have kind of like a, a little army kind of Duggarish maybe. Yeah. But then she's still, wants him right to, you know it's like she says she wants grandchildren but it's gross like she wants right. them to be her actual kids yes I, she wants yeah. like the woman isn't important at all no right just as a paycheck right. that might come in in a baby right. factory it's pretty right. much so she puts Damon on the internet now the Damon actor is like a beefcake kind of hunky beefcake. <laughs> yes. So keep this in mind. Like actually yeah. good looking. Yeah. Very muscular fit. Super fit. The Sonya was spot on, I thought. Kind of like that yeah. you kind of look at her and you're like, "Oh, she might be a bit of a smoker." 
and a little bit of a, a cracky, you know? Yeah. Kind of crazy. She, she did a great was, job yeah. of playing kind of like yeah. crazy eyes. Very thin. The real yeah. Sonia was thin too. Yeah. Very and so thin and was, cracky. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sonia wants a woman again that's just going to make babies. So she's going to have grandchildren so she can have her little, you know, control army. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Phoenix now. 19-year-old, very young, Andrea Reisner is online. She's looking at, you know, profiles. We actually see the real Andrea who does interviews. And what did you think about her? Um, She has, she has a Marines haircut. (laughs) Um, I liked her though. I thought she at least had, she had some common sense. I think it took a while to sink in. No, but, she was great. Yeah. She just, I thought, whoa, she really, he really did a number on her. Yeah. She was like, I'm fucking shaving my head yeah. and I'm beast oh. it out of here. Yeah. No, I, she, yeah. she did everything right. Yeah. I think she want, I think she was young. And so she wanted yeah. to make it work longer yes, than she should have, of, of course. But I, my And they were God. actually together for years. It wasn't like a super rushed thing. It was. They, didn't this they one date? Was. No, no, I thought the second one was like the second after one was super three wise, so months. Yeah. But they, um, they had been like talking so, yeah. for a year or something. Right. So Andrea thought Damon looked cute in his profile. And this is where I'm going to, I liked everything about her, but her taste right here, I'm going to say no, ma'am. Everything about you, I'm, I'm with you. Not that he looked cute. <laughs> um, I'm not with you there. We'll see when we see a picture, we'll describe. So sh- they start talking online. I, he is like a not, he's nondescript, yeah. but then his prison photo, no. No. The, um, at, toward the end, it's yes. really unraveled yeah. for him. She is talking with him online, on the phone. She sees that he lives with his mom, but he plays it off like he takes care of his mother. Mm-hmm. And she thinks well he treats his mom really well so he's going to treat his wife really well that doesn't that's not a thing no that's not a thing nope um she thought he looked tall dark and handsome again i'm i'm gonna agree to not agree i think no Um, they have several talk dates over the next few months. So they're talking on the phone. And finally, July 4th, 2001, she flies to Georgia and she meets Damon in person. Mm-hmm. And she kind of had reddish hair than I almost looks like, you know, in her in their wedding photo. And yeah. is a cute girl. He again, he to me, I wrote a nondescript, almost like a CIA agent. Like if you saw his face, it flees from your memory because there's nothing it's like a reg- just like a regular generic. So I guess he mm-hmm. wasn't super homely, but there was nothing about him that stood stood out while his reenactor was like this hot piece of ass. Yeah. It was like, no, that's not he's not hot. Because Andrea said when she met Damon in person, she thought first thing she thought was how hot he was. Mm-hmm. I thought, no. Um Sonia, she said, was very nice to her, treated her as just so great the first visit was amazing they really connected she felt part of the family and was happy with how the situation was one month later damon actually proposes to her and in may 2002 they are married in arizona in andrea's hometown because they're going to actually live in georgia in sonia's 
house. Uh-oh. Which right away I would say, I I want to have my own home. If we can, maybe they, for money reasons, couldn't at first, but get an apartment, I guess. I don't know. Don't, whatever. I, I kept wondering, did you wonder this too, if Andrea was in prison for a second because she was, she was wearing, wearing prison orange. orange. <laughs> I thought she was in jail too. She was wearing, an she was wearing orange a bright button. orange shirt. So I kept shirt. waiting for anything to yeah, happen. Yeah, like did she like, finally go yeah. tear his ass up? Yeah. No, she just was she wearing was just orange, wearing, oh, and she looked un- like she was in prison. That was an unfortunate yeah. choice. Andrea. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so the reenactment—they're just married. They're unpacking, moving in with Sonia, and Sonia starts turning fucking weird her true colors come out she has the wedding she has the girl that's gonna work and bring in some money and give her grandchildren so she just starts being herself andrea notices a change in damon as well because he seems to have two distinct personalities he has damon when he's with her that seems several practically normal they got along they connected they were phone dating over all this time she feels she knows him and then the demon when Sonia comes in the room and he turns into just like a bumbling mama's mm-hmm. boy that looks to her right. before he speaks should i say this should i not say this what do i do right now and he just takes a backseat to whatever she wants. Whatever she wants is what he does and takes her side over everything. And Andrea is just like, holy shit, what's wrong with you? You're a grown man. Right. Like, what the hell? Um, Andrea feels that Sonia is jealous of her, which is a creepy feeling at first, I'm sure, because Sonia's his mom. But she kept getting that feeling that Sonia does not like... Andrea stepping in on her man almost is the feeling she's getting, which is disgusting. Sonia says um, that, or Andrea also is saying that Sonia is telling them that they're spending too much time in the bedroom. And Andrea said, we're newly married couple that has been a part most of our relationship. What else are we going to do? How is this surprising? And it's like, what that's what happens. Summer 2002. So a few weeks after moving in, Andrea and Damon are just sitting in the living room watching TV and Sonia waltzes in and she's just wearing her bra and stank panties and comes in and says, hey, lovebirds, what's up? Of course, Andrea, horrified, jumps off off the couch and is like, holy shit, what are you wearing? You're just walking around in your underwear, in your in your bra with your tits out right there. (laughs) What are you doing? And Andrea... Um, is just shocked while Damon defends Sonia and says, don't you talk to my mom like that. She can wear whatever she wants. And Andrea looks at her like, this is fucking weird. And real Andrea in her interview says, I was shocked. She says, I don't know anyone that walks around almost naked in front of their 25 year old son. And she said they were just too physically close, which is creepy. And sometimes you don't even know what you're seeing but you know it feels wrong yeah and i think she was just filled with that feeling of something is wrong here between them right over the next few weeks things get weirder and weirder so we see a reenactment in the bathroom 
Damon's just in a towel, like naked in a towel, and he's shaving in the bathroom. Sonia is standing like right behind him. This is his mother standing right behind him, talking about, wasn't that movie good we went to yesterday? And he's, he's like, yeah, naked mom. in the shower. Right. And so then he says, I'm just going to rinse off, takes his towel off. He's butt ass naked. His mom is just there still talking about, should we go to another movie tonight? Just talking. He's in the shower and she can, I mean, totally naked. He's 25 and she's just talking to him. Andrea walks in and is like, what in the hell is going on? Right. Why are you looking at his wing? Why are you washing your wing in front of your mom? Right. That's not right. I mean, it's not right. It's not right to your. I mean, that's weird. Your mom doesn't need to be in there when you're a grown man and you're naked cleaning I, yourself. I don't, I don't think so. That's not necessary. No. no. I mean, your mom saw when you're little, but then there's the point where you don't need your mom to, you don't need to be naked around your mom anymore. Yeah, no thanks. Oh my God. There's this show American Dad that Jamie doesn't think is funny. I love, but it's like the makers of family guy. Yeah. And so this husband Stan, his mom breaks up with her boyfriend or her boyfriend goes missing or whatever. And so she comes crying back to Stan, you know, saying her, you know, she got dumped again. Stan's wife, Francine, keeps saying, you know, you and your mom are way too close. Like she, you know, this is inappropriate relationship. And she's trying to tell everyone in the family, like they're too close and no one's really believing her. So Roger, who's the alien that lives with them, she's like, come see what I'm talking about. And she takes Roger and opens the bathroom door. And there are Stan and his mom in the bathtub naked. And Stan is singing no! a song. Stan's washing her song, singing, I'm going to wash, wash, wash mama's VJ. <laughs> and he's washing. And then he washes her butthole. And they're both, Francine's like, see, they're too close. Oh, no. I mean, it was so good. This is exactly what I thought yeah. of. Like, yeah. like. You yeah. don't need to be around your son when he's a grown man, when he's bathing. That's and when he has a wife as well. Like, come on. Um, Sonia even says to Damon in the shower, do you want me to wash your back? Yeah. Like she clearly has been in the shower with him cleaning him no, before. So you. Andrea just screams, get out. Like you need to go. And they even like one of the people being interviewed says no one knows for sure if they were having sex, but it's pretty much assumed that they actually were phys- having sex with each other, well, mother and son. Yeah. And I think by the end, we then figure toward it the out. End, yeah. um, three months later, we see Andrea come out of the bathroom. She has a negative pregnancy test and Sonia just loses it. So only after three months, Sonia's expected her to be pregnant and be giving her yeah. her grandchild. Yeah. And when it's another negative test, Sonia just says to Andrea, you need to go. You're done. We're done here. It didn't work out. You need to go. And Andrea's like, what are you talking? You know, like, what are you talking about? Right. She turns to Damon and says, we need to move out. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, we need to have life on our own and move out. Damon loses it. He feels like he has to choose between mommy or his wife. Mm-hmm. And so he storms out into the backyard. Andrea follows him and says, Damon, I love you. Like, I'm your wife. Let's just, we need to leave your mom and start our own lives. Yeah. And Damon um, refuses to choose. And she says, now you, like, is it me or is it your mom? Well, he decides to choose then because he takes like 
a machete that they have on there? Why? It, it was just sitting on a lawn chair? They have a giant machete on why? a lawn chair. I don't know why, but he takes the machete and then holds it up to Andrea's neck. Um, and a, she's I like... I question about the weapon. Yeah. I just... I'm not sure why... Like, why it was there. How and if it was a real yeah, reenactment? I don't know. They may have taken it some it liberties. some liberties? Um, I don't know. Andrea says, well, if you're going to kill me, kill me now because it's not going to stay this way. Or, Andrew, you could have just said, this is inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) I find this behavior inappropriate. I'm going to step backwards, and I'm going to take my shit, and I'm going to get out of here. Mm -hmm. But that's pretty much what she does. Damon chooses mommy, and Andrea, thankfully, gets all her stuff and moves back to Arizona, you know, probably totally confused and frustrated, but at least unharmed, thank God, and moves on with her life. Damon tells her, like in January 2003, when they're finally divorced, he said, I changed my number. Don't ever contact me. We're divorced. And she's like, okay. Probably thinking like, what the hell was that? But she got out of it. Sonia, of course, is ramping up for another to try again with another woman. It doesn't matter who it is because the woman's not going to matter, but she wants grandchildren. So just two months later, she's at Walmart and she sees 24-year-old Nikki. Um, It's not her real name, actually. It wasn't. Oh, okay. um, They call her Nikki. On a work break, she's a cashier at Walmart. She just sees her in the parking lot. So Sonia just walks right up to her and starts asking her all these personal questions. Like, are you married? Do you have kids? Did you, I mean, all these things. And she's like, uh, okay. Um, and answers, you know, answers her questions. Just like, no. And she has a little son. Um, and so she says, you know what? You'll be just perfect for my son, Damon. She probably was like, is Damon the jerk off standing by the dumpsters over there yeah i don't know so weird but they show a real photo of her and she's another redhead so i wondered if mom yeah wanted redhead grandchildren or something another kind of a cute redhead and sonia sets up a date right then and there like makes nikki go out with damon so awkward like i don't know you want to do you have a boyfriend do you have a husband do you have any kids what's your deal can you go with my son yeah holy shit yeah just a couple like i mean it's just a few months later damon asked nikki to marry him i mean no it was like weeks it was one month later and nikki's like what uh sonia's really into nikki and has been playing the nice 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 mother because she knows nikki already has a little boy so to her that means she's fertile weird yuck um sonia tries to convince her like hey i'm at home you've got a built-in babysitter i'm here you know i can watch your kid and any other children that come along you can live with me as long as you need to it's a free place to live and to nikki it was like oh my god i have this guy who's totally great and loves my kid his mom's being really helpful and great like maybe this is something that will help me out and she says yes so the next month they're married she moves in and her son, Josh, move in with Sonia and Damon. And three months later, she actually got the three-month mark. She is pregnant. That entire time she's pregnant, Sonia is treating her like a queen. Mm-hmm. 
getting everything for her, saying how wonderful everything is going to be. And Nikki is thinking, wow, I hit the jackpot. This is wonderful. My gosh, my life is totally turning around. Things are great. But after the baby is born, which is a son they named Noah, Sonia flips the switch and turns back into her old, weird ass self. Sonia takes over Noah and Josh as if she is the mother Mm -hmm. and starts kicking Nikki out of the situation almost totally, calling her a bad mom. She becomes totally overbearing, will control the children, taking them out for walks, and Nikki is completely cut out. Again, she was talking like, I'm taking it. He needs air. I'm taking him for a walk. He needs a diaper change. No, get out of here. Right. I'm taking him. And then Damon's just standing there going, do what she says. You don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Do what she says. Just get in the house. And here was so weird. So Damon and Sonia act like the married couple and they hold hands. Sonia and Damon are holding hands and going on a walk with the baby and Josh who can walk. He's probably like a three-year-old. Yeah. And they're just going about the neighborhood holding hands like a couple that is weird. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. You're 26 or 7 and you're yeah. holding your mom's hand walking down the street. Yep. Come on. Don't you have any friends that say, Damon, come on. You're holding your mom's hand. She's <laughs> in the shower with you washing your butthole. You don't need your mom to do that for you anymore. I don't think she lets anybody be friends with him. He has to know that's not right. And he has a wife that can help him escape, but he doesn't. So yeah. he must like it. Mm. What in the hell? Yeah. I don't know. Nikki, not another reenact- reenactment. Damon and Nikki are in bed. Like It looks like Damon's playing a video game or something. I don't know. And Nikki's looking at him like with disgust. Like, what the fuck did I get into? Sonia comes in the room and says, Damon, mommy needs you to sleep in her bed tonight. If I was here and Jamie's mom came and said that, I would be like, first of all, die laughing (laughs) and say, what the hell? And say, I'm going to get that on camera and put it on TikTok so at least I can maybe make some money off this fuck situation. But I mean, who who wouldn't say, what in the hell is going on? And then Sonia starts rubbing up on his crotch. Yeah. Yep. This is all true. You and Damon is like, okay, mom. I just would have been like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I can't even. You just, you are a mom that just rubbed on your son's crotch and said he's going to sleep in bed with you tonight. Right. And not only does Nikki just go, okay, she sleeps on the couch. Why those two sleep in bed together? Yeah. Why? How come? Why did you say your husband could sleep in bed with his mom? (laughs) Why did you say that's not right? (laughs) I mean, what are you going to explain? You have to know you're not going to do that to your sons. You have to know that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, she probably thought, where the hell am I going to go? Yeah. Uh, uh, Well, I'm sure. And she must have liked him or something because then she still, even after all this three years, she still is like stuck there and keep saying uh, uh, maybe we should move out she does and then demon turns into a huge dick to her and to her kids right and says 
I'm not ever leaving my mother. Well, because your mom is giving you hand jobs. Yeah. Gross. And saying she's soaping up your wang. He was making the little boy. Yeah. So he hold the water, hold water buckets. Right. Whenever he would get mad at Nikki for, you know, talking to a friend or being on the phone or just wearing clothes that he didn't approve of, Damon becomes like this controlling, fucking abusive psycho. He punishes her kids in front of her. Yeah. I. But then where is your mother instinct? Like if I had a husband that did that to my kid, Wouldn't I would be like, I would have that machete. Yeah. yeah. That machete yeah. that's just sitting out on the bench or a yeah. lawn chair would be right at his dick. Yeah. And or a baseball bat. And yeah. I would just be yep. pounding the shit out of his yeah. wang yep. in his head. Like and she just sat there watching while her son is suffering. He would make yeah. him hold water buckets filled with water and have his arms out. Like, Don't drop your arms, right? And so the Lift kids, I'm sure, like I can't even hold a three pound weight that no. long. And he's oh my holding god, no. these, yeah. That ha- and being tortured. Yeah. Why she n- just sat there and watched it and went, oh jeez, golly. She's. Stuck. I won't call that person again. Well, she figures no. it out here. She's- she does. She does. It just took a little longer she, than we yeah. would have liked. Yep, yep, yep. Once your kids start being, then you, you don't have a choice. But she went, she took that too long. Um, oh, I don't know. 2006, Nikki goes to a friend's house and she's nervous as hell because he doesn't allow her to see anybody or talk to anybody. He thinks she's cheating on him all the time. Damon comes screaming, running over to the friend's house with two garbage bags full of her clothes, starts dumping her clothes all over the yard, screaming at the friend's house. You're a slut. You're having an affair and all screaming at her. So she lost his mind. She comes out with the friend and says, I am, this is my friend, Carol. I'm at her house. We're hanging out. I'm not having an affair. What are you doing? Calm down. He then takes a knife out of his pants. I don't know. He takes a knife out of his pants. He had like a knife holder. Yeah. And from out right in the front by his wing too. Like from a a cowboy. I don't know. Leather knife holder it was like some, probably things? some howdy duty knife kit his mom bought him <laughs> he was Dick still wearing yeah it. my mom got me this since i'm an eight i oh. used to wear it when i watched captain kangaroo dickweed and he starts threatening the both women with the knife and so they run inside and call the police of course Thank the God. police come and he's screaming and pounding on the door and the police go sir <laughs> Sir? Like, what the hell, sir? Can you please settle down? Yeah. He starts screaming at the police. Come on, shoot me, shoot me. And the police are thinking, holy shit, we might have to shoot him. He's insane. Except, of course, they don't because they'll shoot everybody else, but not this suck- fucking idiot. Um, they get him to calm down. Nikki comes out and he just looks at her and says, I'll see you at home with a look like this evil. If looks could kill. Yeah. So Nikki is like, holy shit, I'm not heading home. And she, while he's in jail, he was arrested for like disorderly conduct. He should be arrested for 
also for having a knife and threatening with a yeah. knife. Yeah. Threatening bodily harm or whatever the hell it is. And just making a shithole mess of somebody else's right. lawn. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Messing up someone's lawn yeah. should be another f- misdemeanor That offense. is a fucking felony. felony. Yeah. And Nikki goes home, grabs her boys, and goes to a woman's shelter. So mm-hmm. yay, good for you. Yep. And I know how that is hard. Um, right. 18 months go by as they are trying to get the divorce settled, but she gets it settled and gets primary custody of the boys. So Sonia and Damon can only see the boys every other weekend. So Nikki actually really won out and it was a bad fight, Mm -hmm. but she's elated. I can't, I mean, after this stunt with a knife and the, how he treated these kids, how did they even get any time? I don't know, but I, I, I don't know. actually was surprised that's all they got. I was like, right. Jesus. Usually it's like, who cares what you've done? Right. It's 50-50. Yeah, here's a dad. You should yeah. see him all the time. Um, of course, Sonia, this is, she's pissed. This was never supposed to happen. This isn't her plan. She's completely mm-hmm. lost control. So Sonia just snaps. Um January 18th, 2008, this is just four days after the divorce, and Damon has his first weekend with the kids. Nikki, very smartly, is that a word? Um, No. Um, Meets Damon at a public place. So they meet at like a gas station, it looks like, uh Um, which is very smart to do if you're not quite, although then you're giving your kids to a psycho, but she... Well, you have to give your kids to a psycho. And it is a very, uh, well, I hope it's a common practice. I know that I, we like uh, exchanged my daughter like that, like in the Target parking yes. lot or wherever. We did too, yeah. Target yeah. parking lot. That seems to Good be. Good old Target yeah. Target is known for buying your tampons That's and exchanging your kids. You run with yeah. your pants down. And your pants down. In the pouring down. rain. <laughs> and, and you drop your kids off <laughs> with the dead be dead. <laughs> Target, we hardly knew ye. Thank God for Target. Nikki hands Damon medicine for the youngest. And Damon, just like the typical dick munch he is, mm-hmm. says, I'm not giving my son medicine. What the hell? Right there. It should be like, okay, I am documenting this, that yeah. you are not giving yeah. insulin or whatever the right. hell it is to our son. You cannot have him. I'm right. going to take him away and call the police or whatever, but you're not. Right. Administ- he needs medicine. You fucking asshole. But I think Damon was starting this fight now when I look back on purpose. for yes. the, um. So she says, no, take the medicine. And he says, no, I'm not going to give him the medicine. I don't want him taking medicine. I don't want him taking Robitussin. <laughs> you let him cough so all over. The snot running out of um, his nose and they like get a in, Yeah. They get into a little tug of war and like a wrestling back and forth, pushing the medicine. And Damon goes, oh, look what you did to my arm. And it's like a teeny tiny scrape. Like right now on my arms, I have gouges from Randy cutting the shit out of my arm. As typical. So he has this tiny scrape and she's like, holy shit. And then she gets in her car disgusted and drives off. Um, Damon goes into the gas station and says, shows the woman working there like my wounded arm. I need ice (laughs) and grabs the whole thing of ice. She looked at him like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, what? Yeah. Um, 
and then Nikki, this is now what was the beginning. Nikki's yes. driving and she calls her dad and she says, yep, I just dropped off the boys. I miss them already. And here I went, really? Do people really miss their kids that soon? I, I feel like you. she was probably uneasy because of yes. how things I know. ended. Well, I, she should be because he yeah, sucks. He had, was just like, yeah. I'm not going to give him medicine. You're just like, fuck. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Other people probably click their heels and say, you know, when you drop kids off at grandma's, it's a different story. She was probably sick to her stomach. She notices she looks behind her and headlights zoom right up close to her car. And then someone starts shooting into her car. She's on the phone with her dad and she starts screaming at her dad. Someone is shooting at me. And I can imagine being the dad on the other end, too. Like, what in the hell is going on? She's terrified. The dad is probably terrified. And right. then it cuts to the next scene where Damon and Sonia, that same night, right after they drop off, go to the police station to report Nikki as attacking Damon. And his arm is bandaged up like he was just in World War One, And he's on like a stretcher coming off of the out of the trenches. And he's all bandaged up with just all these piss poor bandages. Ernest Hemingway yes. came yeah. to get him in the medic Yeah, and van. a nurse and yeah. a, one of those cute little white yeah. smocks comes. Yeah. The police look at him like, this fucking jackass. He's the jackass that had the fit and piss and ruined yeah. that lady's yard. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking asshole. And they're like, seriously, sir? What? You're reporting your what now? And as they're doing that, the police officer is informed that Nikki has just been found in her car and she's been murdered, which is horrible. And the officer says, Oh my God. Well, Nikki, who you're reporting for the scratch has just been found with a shot to the head and the neck. She's dead in her car. And Sonia and Damon just stare at him. Like, don't even comment. They're like, what? You know, like, Oh, Oh. no comment, no reaction, nothing. And, the, we can jump to the scene of um, the police finding. Oh, no, they the police say that this behavior that they're having is of weird. not reacting is odd. Mm-hmm. And them coming in and reporting her over the scratch on his arm is odd. And something seems weird. So they go out to their car. They just said, we want to look at your car quick. And the police go out and the two little boys are in the backseat of the car. They are blindfolded and have earplugs in. The police find this highly odd. And Sonia says, we're just playing a game. Tell them what the game was, Sarah. Pirates? Pirates. I don't know. This is a week of pirates. I know. The Dateline with the pirates. If you have not listened to the Dateline with the pirates. Pirates. You Sex. are missing out. Yeah, it was called the Undoing. Yeah, the yeah. Undoing. Oh but my god! This was enough. I thought, oh Jesus, not pirates, the pirates again. So playing pirates These means putting little earplugs. tiny baby boys have been sitting in the car while their crazy grandma and dad have been talking about a scratch in the yes. police. Like you don't leave babies in the car, no, especially blindfolded and with earplugs and they're like what the hell is happening this pirates game sucks that ass terrifying i hated them so bad damon and sonya are let go because there's not enough evidence them being dumb fucking weird they should have not enough child abusers right there well they know they know at that point that they 
killed Nikki. Um, a few days later, they get a search warrant. They search Sonia and Damon's house. They find a calendar with the January 18th date, the date Nikki was shot, circled with huge letters that say, <laughs> Hell Begins. How dramatic are these two ass wipes? I don't know. Oh, pretty another motive, of course, was money because Sonia yeah. was the beneficiary to the insurance that Damon had just taken out on Nikki. Excuse me, ma'am. I'd like to take out my mom said I should take out some life insurance on my wife. Are you planning to kill her, sir? Uh, no, I just need to take some. Uh, I'm just going to take some money out on her. And I would like my mother to get all the money when she dies. Sir, when you take a shower, does your mother put the loofah on your pee-pee? Because I think that's the situation. Maybe. Oh, sir. Don't you have friends? I just, I just need the money. Oh. They are arrested for murder, both of them. But they want more evidence. So here's where it's already weird. And it gets weirder. They go to the local jail, which I'm wondering if it's the one that Damon worked at, because that's fucked, because you can get fucked over if they know you were a guard and then you're put oh, in the same yeah. jail. Um, Damon and Sonia are in the same jail, too. Um, they're not talking, and the police want a confession because their evidence is pretty weak. They get a jailhouse snitch named Burtis Taylor, although it seemed like he was a professional at this. He was. And his name was Burtis. Burtis, and he was also the one that kept calling Damon Damien. Damien. He called him Damien liked, all the time. She liked Damien for more than a Burtis, son. Burtis was a glassed. He had hot <laughs> glasses. He was a glassed, sir. <laughs> and his glasses were very round like Doc Baker's thinking yeah, glasses. Yep, yep. Um so Burtis decides to befriend Sonia and he gives her a little of the wink wink and Sonia starts trusting him and telling him things and she says, Can you pass a note to my boy Damon? And Burtis is like, sure thing. And he goes to Damon and says, here's a note from your mom. But of course, first he reads it, gives it to the police, and they copy it. Right. The notes say this. This is from Mother Sonia to her son, Damon. Soon you will be in my arms again, and I will give you relief. Soon we'll be able to service each other again. What does that mean? Well, can you um, also talk about the next thing she sent yes. him? Because I think this is more also disgusting, but telling yeah. than any of the things. Burtis is concerned with the notes. Um, but then he tells us that Sonia wore a pair of her underwear, her probably her piss underwear that you can piss in. And it's, <laughs> and she wears it for a week straight. One week. She wears it for a That's week seven straight. Days. Seven days she's wearing this underwear. Ladies, we know what that underwear looks like at the end of seven days. Um, Megan screamed it. (laughs) How horrible my underwear was. And I don't wear it for that long. (laughs) So she decides to take off this underwear, gives it to Burtis, and puts it in a package and says, can you send this to my son? So Burtis is horrified, but he does it anyway. He gives them to Damon, and Damon's reaction makes Burtis... Makes his butthole 
like <laughs> squeeze up into his intestines and his and butthole then- cannot even see the light of day anymore because the butthole <laughs> is so traumatized. The butthole is so horrifically has PTSD that the butthole, his butthole is now internal. His butthole gave its own self hemorrhoid surgery. <laughs> <laughs> is- and it suctioned in. Yes. And he did it. Yeah. Bertus, teach me your ways. Right. Bertus sees that Damon takes the underwear out and immediately, yes, sniffs it, sticks the old schnozzola right in the crotchy mm-hmm. and takes a huge whiff of his under mom's stink ass stink hole underwear. Mm-hmm. And then he puts the underwear on his pillow, the old gross just wraps it around yeah wrap puts it on his pillow and then sleeps on it with his face all nuzzled into her the crotch yeah the crotch area of the underwear that isn't right right (laughs) that's not what normal people do even Burtis, the jailhouse snitch was shocked and appalled like he he was flabbergasted yeah he couldn't I if you see someone start sniffing their mom's underwear, I don't know what what you do. How do you resp- how do you say the next sentence? What do you say? Do you talk about the twins? <laughs> they're, they're real they're hitting a, they're hitting a lot of homers now, yeah. Um, do you talk about the weather? What do you say next? I'm not sure. I mean, can you imagine? Because, like, just think about when weird things happen to us at work, and yeah. we run to find each other, and are right. like, "This kid did this, and this person said this," and uh, like, did he just run to the? He had to like run to the police and say he's sleeping on the underwear. Who was Mister Furley in when he was the sheriff? Oh, what was his name in Mayberry? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you go yes. Barney fight. Yes. You go find Barney, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Damon just sniffed. His he sniffed mom's the mom's underwear, and now he's sleeping. Oh, just sick fuckers, sick yeah. fuckers. Burtis is now like, "I'm, I'm out. I got it." And they're yeah. like, "Get him to." Confess, well, he couldn't fucker. play anymore. Yeah. He's like, these people are fucked. And he told Sonia. His butthole yeah, is gone. His butthole yeah. is internal now. Yeah. He's like, thanks a lot, Sonia. <laughs> and he told he told Sonia, he's like, I'm not passing any more notes and all this weird fuckery. You either tell me the truth or I'm not going to be your friend anymore. That's literally what he said. Yeah. I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Sonia then cries and like tells him the whole story. Yeah. I mean, I think she was just desperate for who knows. Someone to take her underwear to her son. I don't know. She says... <laughs> Damon shot Nikki, which, duh, they chased her down. After, right after the drop-off, they put the pirate gear on the boys, got in the car, drove he a thousand miles per hour. and did the ice thing yes. to try to make it look like an right. alibi. And then she drove a thousand miles right. an hour to catch up with her. Yeah. He shoots at her. They cor- she, turn- she sees lights and thinks it's a house, but I think it's like in another gas station that no one was there. They corner her in so she can't reverse. And then Damon gets out of the car. He went. She opens the door and sees it's him. And I'm sure she's terrified. He has a gun pointed at her. And she knows he's crazy enough to do it. I bet her last minutes were just pure terror. Mm -hmm. And she, you could tell she must have been trying to get through the passenger side, like scramble out the door the other way. Mm -hmm. And he must have 
reached in and shot her in the head twice. I, I, this poor woman in the fear and then thinking of her boys, I, I don't even, I, I can't even imagine what it must have been like for her. And in the reenactment, Sonya was yelling, do it, demon. Right. Screaming do it. it. Like, yeah. Where he, maybe if she wasn't there, might have changed his mind. Yeah. I don't know. Bert tells Sonia then a few days later, I'm getting out soon. Do you want me to do something for you? And Sonia tells him, well, we have a bunch of uh, shells. I mean, casings that we dug up in the yard. Can right. you, Can I mean, we buried in our yard. Can you dig them up and throw them away? So he's like, well, sure. He's like, jackpot. She has a note. He digs them up. The police get the shell casings. And now they have all this proof. Um, August 2009, they finally go to court. Here's where we see the pictures. And Sonia is exactly like you think. Like a very skinny, cracky with Sanpaku eyes. Mm -hmm. Demon, I wrote, looked like a dirtbag Mr. Noodle from Sesame Street. (laughs) I mean, exactly. Like if Mr. Noodle was like a dirty pimp that was a little bit special, well, he kind of is. That's Damon. Damon looked like that. Thankfully, he looked way different in all honesty than he, he did looked like in his like, wedding pictures. Yeah. Like hot, like, straight donkey piss. Horrible things happened to him over the last three well, you, years oh, or oh, I, mean, I mean obviously horrible things happened to him his whole life but uh both of these whoa. bitches are guilty they get life in prison and i hope they're s- still there rotting can obviously. i tell you what i found out in outside yes. information tell um me. i found out that on a website um about beekeeping that oh. sonia is a journeyman beekeeper no yep she learned how to beekeep in prison and she wrote on like this blog, beekeeping blog thing that she's a beekeeping great grandma. She's a great grandma? Yes. And I also found out on another website that she was interviewed by the Catholic Church because she is very active in the Catholic church in prison. Sure. And because she's very religious, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, um, she said that she had two sons. So it said she had son Damon. Um, and it did say he was also in prison and they were both in prison for life plus 30 years. But her other son's name was Mark and that he still visits and corresponds with her. Oh, she Mark was a little more choosy, I guess, maybe. I guess. I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't realize there were two. I thought if there was just one son, she could really get a grip on him. Oh, man. Do you feel if you're the other son who is not? getting yeah did she just say but to the son by the mom. i just want to be friend let's just be friends yeah. to that one you know what i'm not <laughs> so that into you let's bad. just be friends oh my god what a gross pair of poop sticks oh there's a lot why are people so goddamn weird on i don't know can't you just be normal if you go to it's called letters from behind bars Bculture.com, oh. the magazine of American beekeeping. 
There she is. I'll take a picture of it so you can see it. it says, well, I, I am mean, a 62-year-old great-grandmother. I guess good for the bees. They're getting some help. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> no. She wrote this. Grandma was going to learn a new skill. Oh, grandma. Maybe learning a skill of not being a dickhead. Right. And a murderer. That's a good skill. Not humping your own son. That's yeah, another good skill. That is a good skill. Oh. To not. Yeah abuse your own children well thank you for listening to this delightful story if you could give us a review uh we would appreciate it so much if If you want to follow us on social media like sonia give us a rating yeah because everyone likes bees everyone likes bees they're fun nature's pollinators they make the world go round follow us on social media twitter Instagram, Facebook, join, join our, our Facebook, Facebook group. group. Yes. Tell all your friends and come and visit us. We love yes. brunching. Yeah, we'll brunch with you. Oh, God, will yeah. we brunch? All right. <laughs> bye. bye.